Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, episode number 31. I'm Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England, and I'll be joined in a few moments by David Wormsley from davidwormsley.com. We're going to be talking today about a slightly contentious issue. It's very fresh and very new. It got us both a little bit hot under the collar, actually, for the first time. I think normally we're fairly even-handed, but we seem to get our teeth into this one and and in, I think we're bordering on getting a bit cross, which is quite a surprise because we don't normally get cross. So anyway, you'll find out it's all about WooCommerce, but I'll uh, mention that in the news item in just a second. Should you wish to subscribe to our podcast, you can go to wpbuilds forward, sorry, wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. There's a whole load of buttons underneath the podcast player uh, on any episode at wpbuilds.com. So feel free to go there and share this episode with as many people as you like. Right, okay, here comes the news then. So from WP Tavern, yesterday they suddenly announced that WooCommerce is dropping, just slightly arbitrarily, just like that, just decided to do it, their 50% renewal discount on subscriptions. Now, you may think, well, that's all right. You know, that's fine. The problem is this will affect those people who have already bought the subscriptions. There was, or there is, a huge amount of ire and angst and I think bordering on frustration and anger uh, being expressed in the comments of that episode. Uh, Sorry, that blog post. So go and check it out. See what you think. See if you think this is fair or a slightly disingenuous and possibly slightly questionable position that they've taken because it does affect customers who've bought absolutely on the the understanding that they're going to get a discount uh, each year thereafter. And it doesn't appear that this is the first time WooCommerce have done something like this. They did something similar back in 2013 where they just decided arbitrarily that they would remove the lifetime licenses of people who bought them, which I think they had to backtrack on at some future point. Anyway, go check it out, WP Tavern, it's all in the show notes. The next one is just a very quick one. I don't know if this is new or not, but it's new to me. And it's that Microthema now enables you to use Beaver Builder within its own UI. I haven't really tried it out. Clark Marshall uh, did a very short, very, very short video where you can see exactly how this works. And you basically flick a toggle button within the Microthema UI and you can enable Beaver Builder, um, so it's all going on at the same time. I just think it, if you're using Microthema and Beaver Builder, this might be a, a handy way of saving yourself a few seconds, not clicking from one screen to another. The next one is, again, it's not really news, but if you run servers like I do, um, there's an article on WP Explorer about why Nginx, or Nginx, depending on how you want to say it, is a, a fantastic server setup. It, um, it essentially, it's probably the best way of uh, having WordPress. Apache is also fantastic, but I think re- really Nginx kind of surpasses it. So if you have the option in your cPanel to deploy Nginx, then uh, that might be something you would wish to do. Go and check it out, read it up. 
The last one is WP Shout um, have acquired WP Hierarchy. Now, I don't know if you've ever used WP Hierarchy, but basically it's a website where you can go and you can see what, um, you can kind of like visualize the template hierarchy of um, a WordPress uh, install uh, and theme, and you can click on the various um, PHP files that load and it will give you some information about exactly what they do and how it works. That appeared to have been going a bit stagnant, but it was a very useful project. So WP Shout have taken it over and they've already updated it and made it current to WordPress 4.8. So certainly worth checking out. Okay, news items over. So we're now moving on to the main topic with David Wormsley. I should say, uh, I apologize, I've just moved house very recently and I'm in a room with basically nothing in it. So I very, I'm very echoey and all the sound sounds a bit rubbish. I can't really do much about that, frankly. So you're gonna have to put up with it and uh, <laughs> that's how it goes. So here we are, episode 31, talking about WooCommerce and its recent price subscription debacle. Hey, hello, Nathan. We are back together in the same country for a change. Yeah, we are both in the United Kingdom, which has, well, which has happened loads before, but we didn't know each other. <laughs> so it's not since childhood when you used to drive past my front door on your bus on your way to college. But I still haven't met you in the real world yet. Are we still going to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I think next month. Yay! I mean, things are loose, but yeah, we're definitely going to do that. That'd be so. lovely. We should maybe even, maybe even pathetically try and record an episode in the pub or something. <laughs> Shall we talk about, uh, before we get onto our topic, which is going to be about the new pricing with WooCommerce extensions, shall we just talk about some changes we talked about for the podcast? Sure. Which is, I'm leaving. Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're not I'm leaving, not really. David. You've been kicked out. Frankly, everybody's... <laughs> Everybody's fed up of you, aren't they? You're droning on and on about, you know, this and that. <laughs> no, I don't know. No <laughs> Do you know what? We've missed an opportunity. We're, we're announcing that we're making some changes, but we, we could have really played up a bit of drama about us falling out or something, you know, yeah. just left little hints. But, yeah, we, we had a chat because we were wondering about how much time putting out content takes up for both of us. And because this podcast is mainly Nathan's idea and he does most of the work with it um, and we're doing it, uh, weekly and I'm trying to do some other stuff as well we decided that uh, I would do less when it came to the interviews and I'd still be on for more of the discussion kind of stuff that's I think that's roughly what we decided isn't yeah. it yeah I mean essentially what it means is that when uh, when there's an interview and we've we at the minute I think we're working out at about 50 percent something like that mm -hmm. where it's me and you just talking about WordPress and then there's the other 50 percent where we're doing interviews um David's going to dip out of the interview ones because um, I can fit those in around anything that I'm doing, whereas David's schedule and the fact that he travels all over the place, it, it has proved to be quite difficult getting a guest mm -hmm. and me and David on the phone. Mm -hmm. and, and the time zone is often a, a real puzzle as well. You know, we might have somebody in North America and... Um, and then there's David in India or what have you. Um, so, yeah, that's how it's going to go in the future. So there'll be uh, loads of David, but less. And you'll just get a, a, an absolute diet of me every week. And I hope that's all right. But it'll just be <laughs> me with the interviews um, and David on ones like today. Yeah. And sometimes when we've got guests, hopefully. Yeah, um, there's going to be chatty. some massive overlaps, I think. But it's yeah. it, there's the, a minor change, shall we say. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's good. And, and particularly, I mean, I couldn't um, go on a couple of the interviews and I thought, well, just so much better you doing them anyway. It's easier for the guests to talk to one person. So, Well, yeah. that's uh, very kind of you. I think you offer an awful lot, but obviously, you know, we've got to fit in with the reality of life. But we also want to keep the weekly schedule, which I absolutely can commit to, but it's more difficult for you. So um, we'll just see how it goes. Yeah, cool. Hey, shall we get griping about today's topic? Oh, boy. Yeah, go on. Introduce this fun. (laughs) Well, (laughs) hopefully you've covered it a little bit in the beginning with the news. But the news is, and we've only really got it, haven't we, from WP Tavern. That's right. That um, that they're dropping the 50% discount that you get yearly on WooCommerce extensions, on official extensions, which is... uh, well, yeah, it's 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 had a lot of debate on that one post as well, and we've also you you added it to our WP builds group, and plenty of people had stuff to say, not least me. <laughs> yeah, on it. I mean, it's so, um, I mean, it's a it's a very simple proposition. It, um, should this prove to be true, which I think we can be ninety nine point nine percent certain that it is, essentially WooCommerce yesterday decided that um, completely unannounced they were going to stop the 50% reduction on renewed subscriptions. So in other words, let's say you bought uh, one of the WooCommerce plugins at $100, which would be a cheap one. Um, You would expect the current pricing to pay $50 next year and thereafter. Um, However, they've decided that you're going to pay $100 a year um, every year thereafter but they didn't really seem to tell anyone. That's really the thorn in this whole issue. Mm. Well, it, you know, I'm not even sure if that is. The, I mean, that obviously is bad. And here's the problem, isn't it? Woo Themes, which used to own uh, WooCommerce, uh, have a kind of long history of doing this kind of stuff. They overnight decided this is back in summer, um, I think it was 2013 when they decided overnight to change everyone's lifetime deals for their extensions into yearly payment ones. And they had to backtrack on that one because they didn't really tell anybody about it. And there's a lot of things really with Woo themes um, that used to kind of annoy customers, not kind of honoring promises and changing things like that. And justifying them as well with statistics that didn't really make any sense when it came to their support. And we talked about this actually before, didn't we, in another episode when we mentioned this. Mm. Yeah. But we... suddenly <laughs> we have uh, WooCommerce under automatic and we're seeing something which seems very similar to, to what happened again in 2013. I should probably say, sorry, Mm -hmm. I think I've just interrupted you. Um, Mm -hmm. I should probably say that I really don't have um, a car in this race um, (laughs) or a horse in this race, whatever the expression is, um, because I don't really use WooCommerce products. So I'm going to be playing the sort of, uh, well, not the devil's advocate, because I think I'm going to agree with everything that David says, but um, I, I can't really speak from experience, but you wrote a comment in the Facebook group, which and it wasn't just the 2013 incident. You mm. had a you had a litany of like five or six missteps 
by <laughs> yeah. not just WooCommerce, but previous incarnations. It would be interesting for us to hear all of those if you can remember them off the top of your head. Can oh, you, gosh, yeah. I should look at it. But, well, there was quite a few things really with them. and still is with the company, um, you know, not knowing where things like Sensi, which is their um, LMS, um, where that's going, you're not sure if it's dropped. Things like their framework um, Canvas. Uh, there was the one that really upset me, and it was the last time I ever bought from from them. Uh, they they produced for Canvas, which was, if you like, I suppose their competitor for Genesis. It was supposed to be their big framework where you could build whatever theme you like on top of it. And they released some child themes for WooCommerce uh, with it. And that was going to be the, the way forward. You know, you would you'd use uh, WooCommerce with with um, Canvas and these uh, child themes. But, you know, literally, it was just after a year of the first release that they told everybody that they were discontinuing support and they brought out their new uh, free theme that they put out that's got paid extensions on it. Now, I thought that was really calculated to me because they they literally waited until most of the people had renewed for the next year to decide to pull it, you know? Oh, really? It was very, yeah. very, it was pretty obvious, was it? Was it within a couple of weeks or something? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It just seems like, I just thought, well, that's the bulk of people, if they were renewing, would have spent their money there before uh, they let that be known. There's and, no you know, way I that just... decision would have been taken within that period of time. You know, that decision must have been known about, or at least been talked about. Yeah, mm. that, okay, that's bizarre. I think so. And also the quality of those child themes. It's always been a bit of an issue with um, with woo themes as they were now. They are automatic now. But uh, yeah, it's the quality of their stuff. I mean, I'm no coder. I don't know stuff. But when I looked at these child themes, I could see errors. I could see where they'd made mistakes. And it took weeks for them to correct it. But you thought, actually, they're selling this product, which... Uh, they were third parties who were creating these, but you know they were out there, but still being sold, and they had some sort of fundamental flaws on it. And I, I this is my my fear really with all of their products, which is why I stopped using them because I felt that they were, if I can spot you know coding errors, really you know it's not that good. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people have come to the conclusion that it's not so great. But also, you know, also with the history of the organization as well, we've got to remember that maybe Woo Themes wouldn't have been around if they hadn't have forked Jingo shops to make uh, WooCommerce. And that was something to forgive as well. You know, it was a good that there was a big player behind a WooCommerce, uh, sorry, around a e-commerce solution. That was a good thing. But, you know, they really effectively just took somebody else's work and yes. they've made their fortune off that since you know so it feels a little bit like we're saying that there's something systemically wrong in mm. the way that woocommerce approach their customer base not only in the fact that they push out uh, let's say mm. themes and extensions and plugins and what have you that you, that you feel are immature mm. they're not ready they're not they're, they're almost like beta status um, mm. But also the fact that they're very cavalier with their pricing and they don't seem to have that market mentality of, well, we need to let the customers know if we're going to play around with the pricing. That's It's just, mm. let's just do it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they really uh, didn't judge things very well when they 
they changed the life deals. I mean, they did revert back pretty quickly, but they did also, the communication was pretty poor all along the way where they kind of proved where it was in their terms and conditions, something which was very vague, you know, that says that they were allowed to do this and no one would have interpreted it that way. I just thought an organization that's capable of talking to their customers in that way really I'd kind of got it wrong. Mm. Uh, and it's just surprised to see that it, it does feel like this move, you know, still comes from the fact that it, that the structure is still fundamentally woo themes and not automatic, but I could be wrong. That's just what it feels like, you know? So playing sort of devil's advocate for a moment, mm. um, the, it's their stuff, it's their product, it's their, um, mm. it's, you know, they're entitled, shall I say, to do mm. whatever they like with their pricing. Um, so they've the the pricing of the initial payout the first time you come across a plugin and an extension we should probably stress hasn't changed you still pay the same amount it's the mm. it's the re- renewal um, so what's wrong with that why is that objectionable why can't they just charge whatever they want mm. well we're going to come at it and actually I'm the same as you at the moment it's not affecting me and this is this is because I've. I've actually stopped doing stuff with WooCommerce because of the even before this happened, I don't trust it enough to pass on. So recently, I've been sending people to Shopify, which has been the best decision, and and certainly after this, definitely is because it, this would have cost them too much if they would have had these add-ons. So I, I, in a way, I'm I'm outside of it as well. It's not going to personally affect me, but we're really talking, aren't we, to all the people who are in similar situations to us? We're not coders we're not people we understand a little bit about how to rejig some php that's already there to to get things to do what we want but we rely on these third-party services as businesses to serve our clients and it depends on what kind of licensing we have um it's really either going to destroy our businesses <laughs> mm. because if we passed on those costs as i think many developers would like us to do developers of plugins would like us to say well send you know, get your customers to buy their own licenses. Um, suddenly, you know, those those customers are going to find out. I know the deal is still with WooCommerce, but they took your advice. So it could really sort of destroy our businesses. And I had a business. I'm going on a bit now. I'm really ranting. Sorry, Nathan. No, no, I think it's really interesting. I mean, the idea, though, that you lose credibility as a developer because you've suggested this solution. And, and as a client, you, you've never heard of WooCommerce, let's be honest. The vast 99% of the people that I would deal with on a daily basis would never have heard of WooCommerce. And um, and I'm, again, I can't speak from experience, but my guess is the conversation goes a bit like this. You know, oh, WooCommerce, it's been uh, bought by the people who make WordPress. It's totally rock solid. It's going to be, um, you know, invested in into the future. It's the way to go. Over the last few years, it's gone from 17% to 60% of all e-commerce sites on the internet. It's growing. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. And then, of mm. course, you know, oh, and look, and you get 50% off next year. So, you know, you'll pay a bit this time and we'll cut that in half for the next years going forward. And yeah. you just look like an idiot. You've got egg on your face as a developer because yeah. you've suggested something. And it's and, and let's be honest, WooCommerce is a solution. This is going to go wrong, isn't it? I'm going to say this and there's going to be loads of flack. It's, it's not your enterprise solution for e-commerce. 
Um, really, I think if you are an enterprise business, you're going to be either looking at a bespoke setup, custom mm-hmm. coded just for your business, or you might rely on something like Magento, for example. So I'm assuming that the massive skyrocketing in WooCommerce's um, install base over the last few years is people who are just trying to make a little bit of money online, you know, a few dollars here and a few dollars there, and a couple of hundred dollars for an extension suddenly extra, or, you know, it might be a thousand dollars, maybe you've got five of these extensions added in, suddenly that's ruined your business. It's not just damaged it a bit, it's Mm. completely destroyed it. Would that, do you think Mm. that I'm probably exaggerating things there? No, uh, well, you know, I made uh, a, a WooCommerce site for my wife. Well, it was actually, I was into e-commerce before WooCommerce, and I changed over to WooCommerce, so I was one of the first adopters. And I bought then life deals on some of the plugins that we use. But if we were paying yearly now, and and this was a uh, an increase that's just doubled on some of the plugins we were using, it would have just put that as as out of business because... This business was only earning, say, uh, sort of two to three thousand pounds, possibly four thousand pounds at best. But literally, this would probably be a, a grand taken out if it was two two grand. It wouldn't be worth bothering because of this increase to update those um, extensions. Now we could remove them, perhaps replace them with something else, but that would be an awful lot of work if somebody, um, if my wife didn't know me and she needed to go to a developer there, that would be costly for her. So I think it could. This could destroy a lot of their businesses that I think is their audience. Yeah. I I think it is. You're right. You you work with Magento, haven't you? You've done some Magento sites. Yeah, I've done quite a lot of Magento sites. And it's a bit like WooCommerce in that it's free to download. Well, there are are various versions. There's an enterprise version and a community edition, it's called. Um, Mm -hmm. And it, it wouldn't be something you would put. You you just don't need it if you're selling four thousand pounds of products a year. It's just overkill. The amount of time to make it look nice is very high, and it, the the server that you need to make it work, it's not worth it. So, in other words, Magento is out for your for your small <laughs> cottage industry businesses. The other sort of sad thing, I suppose, about this is that a lot of these people who have just dipping their toes in the water of WooCommerce, sorry, of, of internet commerce, e-commerce, mm. will just be burned by this. They'll just feel that WordPress has mm. has burned them. Um, you know, it's just, it's not to be trusted. This platform is not cheap. It's not by no means free. In fact, it's astronomically mm. expensive. And, you know, it just leaves a bad taste in the mouth, doesn't it? I think so. Um, I mean, you know, on the the plus side, I mean, I'm I'm still reeling from the news, really, because it makes me feel very insecure about what I do and who I trust in WordPress, you know. Um, But uh, so maybe over the top a little bit in my criticism, because it's still a good platform for free where you can still do a lot of things and businesses can. And it's a very good platform as well. It was, you know, 100 percent reliable to us. But it is. You know, when you step into that area of subscriptions at $250 a year or bookings at the same yeah. kind of price, wow. you you know, if you need both of those, which is, you know, not conceivable, and you need some shipping table stuff as well. And then many of their extensions now seem overpriced because some of the very basic stuff, you know, just maybe downloads uh, some of your data for you or 
some of these stuff is is free out there but if you continue to pay those prices i mean i think they're in the sort of 60 dollar range or something but if they're 60 dollars every year it, it seems a little bit overpriced for some of the simple function stuff yeah um, that is a it is a very good point they do feel they always have felt to me like for the functionality that they deliver they feel like they're Oh, how to describe it? Premium, if you know what I mean. They're very, they are the the more expensive side of of extensions and plugins for WordPress. And the fact that you know, very often you'll buy a plugin to satisfy a need in WordPress, and it's done. That bit of the site is taken care of. Whereas with e-commerce, there's it's not going to be just one, is it? Very likely you're going to need multiple of these extensions, so it's going to ramp up very very quickly. Yeah. How do you think it's going to affect? current customers people who are already you know subscribers and have yet to feel the impact of this what what what's your feeling about what's going to happen to woocommerce's bottom line going forwards i don't know i mean i saw the comments there for you know, i mean you're talking about um, people in similar situations to us who build sites right. those customers yeah I see, I mean, plenty are coming in on that post to make a big point about how they're, sub, you know, cancelling all of those subscriptions. It really is. A, there's a lot of screw you going on at the moment, even in our own uh, <laughs> WP Builds group as well, Facebook group. It, you know, a lot of people are just saying, you know, that's it. That's it for me. I'm not going to buy from them. And that would be my situation at the moment. Not yeah, I think I think it would be for me as well. I'd certainly be casting my eyes elsewhere to see if something something could be done. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we said earlier. It's up to them what they what they charge. Mm-hmm. They can charge a thousand dollars if they want, but it feels like something's like something's got gotten broken. There's some <laughs> trust that's gone, and the trust is yes. an indefinable thing and it's a thing that's very very hard to to gain and it's so easily shattered um and my guess is that that is is what's sort of fueling everything in a minute everybody feels i think justifiably that their trust is gone and maybe over the next 48 hours people will calm down a little bit and sit with their bookkeepers and work out actually you know we can swallow this it's fine (laughs) everything's going to be okay it was a storm in a teacup let's move on because I can't afford the time to rejig all of this and make it work in another way. On the other hand, it might it might be the opposite. Maybe people genuinely will move away and think, forget it. I'm going to either look for another solution or I'm going to go and find slightly more nefarious ways of getting these plugins in my arsenal. <laughs> yes. Did you, you saw the comment as well. Uh, the one, I guess, I think the only positive comment on the wp tavern uh, post was uh, from devin from gif wp so in the similar similar product in a way isn't it hmm. uh commerce it's a product for charities to be able to pay um you know for that i don't know how quite that works but uh yeah he was all about that it was quite a good move in the sense that the value of these products um you know need to be increased and we we saw the same didn't we with pippin's plugins with um, them increasing their costs as well on everything. So, so it's very similar with easy digital downloads. So there is that move, isn't there, where developers are saying everybody's been undercharging for these for these plugins. But yes, yes, I, I can I, see that argument as well. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go on. No, well, it's just it's it's just one of these difficult arguments, and I guess I I 
I buy that argument up to a certain point where I think, yeah, that's the, the more we get to closer, we get to enterprise clients, the more value those plugins are for them, given what it would cost to develop those things yourself. But I didn't think that was our audience. And I, I always thought that's where they've been selling um, WooCommerce really for your for your WordPress folks, the folks who come in with a free solution. We're going for my customers, these customers who are paying about a thousand pounds for their sites. So the value isn't in it for them there. They've decided to jump on, as you were saying before, onto doing e-commerce because now it's become affordable. So I, I really sort of, I can't accept that argument based on what I understand as um, the target audience. Yeah, I'm, my guess is that there, there has to be a reason, right? There's, there must be a reason. It, it cannot be that somebody literally sat down yesterday and thought, do you know what? Let's just do this. <laughs> and I, I've got the, I'm, I'm it's sitting in this chair today. It's my responsibility. I'm going to click that button right there. Um, presumably there's some thought gone into this. You would hope, you would really hope that they, they tossed around the moral dilemma angle of it. Um, clearly they've, bungled the moral dilemma which we can probably come to in a minute but <laughs> does this auger oh you don't get to use that word much does this auger um a, a sea change at woocommerce in that they've detected they are more enterprisey the statistics show presumably woocommerce is phoning home a bit and giving up data about what's being sold and how it's being deployed and so on and so forth do you think there is um maybe data that this is becoming more enterprise uh, and people who are using it do have deeper pockets than the thousand pound website people. So they're just moving in that direction because it serves their business better. I think, you know what? Yeah, that's a really, really good point. I think that could be it. And then that would kind of tie in with what um, Pippin Williamson was saying about easy digital downloads, about how they kind of, tripled in some cases the prices of their products didn't they and because still they were, remained they still, profitable made more yeah, money yeah but you know this is the problem isn't it is that's not as far as i see the perception of wordpress and maybe that's the thing maybe we need to differentiate these things because you don't think of that and when you go on to self-hosting you know when you go to uh, WordPress.com, it's not so expensive, is it, to get you to host your blog there? It's kind of cheap. It's not enterprise level stuff, is it? So, no. so yeah, I, I think that's the main issue. But yeah, I, it's a cock up, isn't it? It has to be a cock up because they needed to be communicating a big change like this effectively a lot earlier, giving some hints about where where um, WordPress is heading or where WooCommerce is heading, and they've given no indication. So, But I think you might be right. That seems good business sense. Maybe then in three years' time... May, may, okay, so here's, here's what we, we talked about earlier, and this is, this is what we think, I think, what we think is going mm -hmm. to happen. It feels to me like the powers that be at WooCommerce have stared out into the universe, and they've kind of got the impression that Things like Squarespace with its, you know, its built-in ability to sell things and Weebly and, of course, Shopify, the sort of king mm. of this area. Mm. They're kind of starting to clean up and they're a SaaS service. And for a very small monthly fee, mm. they, um, they will do all of this and take care of it for you. So 
it feels to us then maybe that in a few years' time, WooCommerce will be a SaaS solution. You will buy a hosted platform mm. and suddenly the cost of these plugins might push you towards that because if you do it on your own, it's going to cost you $1,000 a year. Whereas if you come over here, it's $20 a month and we'll give you it all or $30 a month or whatever. And you get it all, all thrown in. Isn't it wonderful? Mm. Which which may be where they're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just... I think that's true. But, you know, I don't know if they needed to anchor up the price like that to do that because do they do that really when it comes to um, WordPress.org and .com? You yeah. know, there's not you know, I don't see that they actually need to sort of double up their prices on extensions, which is effectively what they've done yeah. to to see the value. I think there'll always be those people who will go to the 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 dot com uh, version anyway. So I'm, I don't know, maybe it's yeah. like we're, we're guessing now. Aren't we, we are pure guesswork. Interesting. Yeah, you will play this back in a few years time. Oh, that was completely wrong, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, the, um, I love the argument though. The the one on the one that Devin made was about the fact that other SaaS services like that they don't give you this discount, so it's just bringing it in line. And I think you know from that Tavern report that was the same thing they were pretty much saying from support, wasn't it? Just bringing it in line with other um, SaaS providers. So if you get Netflix, it's you know it's the same. You don't get a discount. Oh. You know, next year and all of oh. that. But, you know, that's the problem with this, isn't it? That's really where I feel that's dishonest because we know and we sell the fact that you've got the one big payment, as you say, and from there on it's a lot cheaper for your loyalty. And that's what's crushed us all, isn't it? It's just trampled on our loyalty. The And the other thing is with Netflix, there was never a hint or yes. Spotify or, you know, whatever. There was yes. never a hint that you were going to get money off. It's just straight up, there's your $8 a month. That, that's it. You just pay that and you'll get it. Whereas you you have been told that this is going to be $150 and next year it will be $75. you have absolutely been told. And, and to have that pulled out from under you, it just feels immoral. Is that too strong a word? <laughs> it feels a bit immoral. Uh, we're being really um, uh, honest, aren't we, with what we feel on this episode. I mean, we might change our minds on it, but yeah. Uh, but also, I'm left with, you know, whichever way you take this, we didn't know much information, so yeah. we can be annoyed at there. You come to the conclusion, really, the only conclusion we've got until someone speaks to us about it is either that they have done this and they don't give a toss about us, or that they're pretty incompetent and neither of these conclusions are great. You know, either they priced it wrong and they've made a mistake or that they don't give a toss about us. And they're, they're really the only options they've left us doing this at the moment. None so, of which are good. Neither of no. those two options are good, are they? And and the thing that came out in the comments in the WP Tavern and in our group is that it would be or you'd feel slightly better about it if if the the product were rock solid and the support, <laughs> which is ostensibly what you're actually paying for, um, you're paying for updates, so a rock solid product and support, uh, and it's felt especially the support. It's felt that the support is really poor. Yeah, and it's ongoing. This this has been talked about, you know, back in the Woo themes days from early on about that, and and it always seems to be the same thing. You know, it's like, well, we we really, you know. Uh, undercharged you for the support that's needed and that's when it all got a bit dodgy with the figures and everything about how much support cost them but 
here's the problem. You know, there's two types of support. And in my case, my support from them wasn't that at all. It was me reporting their bugs. And and that's the thing. If they're going to put out a product which isn't, you know, A1 tip top properly checked or something, they're going to end up with a lot of uh, support queries. And to then charge your customers for that it, that's what it feels like it may not be the case at all they might do every check possible and i don't i mean obviously i've never run a business like this so i can't judge but that's my perception and that's something they have to overcome my feeling is that we have to pay for their support because they didn't do the job properly in the first place yeah in which case it's not really support you're just sort of beta testing things aren't you that's what it feels yeah. like yeah yeah they they grab the money at the, by getting the stuff out there quickly without having to do what you need to do put the full cost in there they got the money off me and now we have to pay again for them to fix up what they didn't do in the first place you know yeah. that's how it feels yeah uh, i could be completely wrong as i say i've never done this business but it's getting a bit of a mantra at the moment about and and maybe it's the same in 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 a way what we do as as um web developers or whatever we call, we call ourselves people who build websites don't we you and i but uh you know there's the same sort of mantra there you know about how we make uh, a living out of what we do and it's often about sort of uh, trying to show the value of your product and try and get those better paying clients. And it almost feels like everybody's moving that way in the plugin uh, field as well. But there's another side of that. There's just the everyday people, which I thought WordPress was all about serving, who just want to publish their own stuff themselves, who are getting left out in this equation. You know, And that's what I feel as, as the plugin prices move up. I feel plugin providers really need to find a way of being able to serve on mass people who can't pay much and be competitive with with uh, Shopify and the folks like that. Yeah, I guess we're we're going to be talking to an audience of people who understand this subject as well in that <laughs> they're going to get that here's WooCommerce this is what it does this is what it costs in the future here's the backstory um, of you know of bungling things and what have you but the vast majority of people are just simply going to get a bill on their credit card statement saying $200 and they're going to look at it and think no that's wrong no that, <laughs> it should be 100 and then they're going to go and oh no 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 we changed it what what, what, what? and that will be that'll be sour as well that won't that's not going to go down well uh, so uh, i guess where where do people go from here then so it felt because there was so much ire and so much angst and mm. you know we're in that period of people being really quite cross about this um there was a lot of talk about that's it i've had it with woocommerce i'm never going to touch it again i'm going to in fact there was a lot of people in the wp tavern group who had actually said i've been in today and i have cancelled all the licenses um yeah. okay so if that's happening and people genuinely do stay mad about this and cancel everything where do we go what do they use instead <laughs> well we have got i mean there's been a, a growing market i think isn't there over at code canyon so yeah. the envato and yeah i saw someone mentioned yith which is uh actually this, they're interested in this company they've got tons and tons of woocommerce extensions yeah, so like you 100 know. and 100 plus like the page yeah. just goes on and on doesn't it yeah, and I know of them because I bought, in the early days, I bought a Theme Forest theme, you know, um, I think it's 2012, I bought something from these same people. And uh, 
I, the only reason I don't, I mean, they're probably fantastic. Um, I bought a, a theme from them and I didn't know what I was doing, really. In fact, there's a review for me saying it's fantastic. Well, it wasn't because it was just too heavy. It's one of those themes from Theme Forest that does everything and really needs serious uh, server power to run it. Mm. And, and it's too difficult to um, do your own tweaks to, but clever all the same but yeah they're the people who make these plugins so i don't know if they're a viable alternative i mean it certainly looks really clever and they've certainly got a lot of business um but uh yeah that's that's one option and there's loads of other individual products aren't there on code canyon for for woocommerce my guess is there's also a whole bunch of individual websites out there where you know there's an individual plugin that does this and there's another website mm. where there's a plugin that does that i'm sure that over the next 48 hours week or so they're going to be <laughs> their servers are going to be getting hit as people really genuinely do inspect what's possible um <laughs> yes. uh who knows um, and then of course you've got the option to um sort of fork woocommerce and fork mm. all of these plugins because of course they're all under gpl licensing mm, yeah all the extensions could be forked which i wonder if that is what's happened with a lot of the code canyon i don't know my experience with Code Canyon, I have bought a couple of plugins from them for WooCommerce. They have now left my dashboard. They have now been dropped yep. because they made that one-off payment and it's not worth their while supporting it. So, you know, this is a slight defense in a way for the way that uh, <laughs> WooCommerce have decided to go. You do need that recurring income else. Otherwise, you know, you're just going to drop the products as has happened to me with two WooCommerce extensions I bought on Code Canyon. So, yeah, I mean, we've talked we've talked yeah. around this subject a lot, haven't we? Especially with mm. you know um, Beaver Builder and various other plugins. Mm. The cost can be quite high, and nobody has a problem with fair pricing and the <coughs> you know the cost of a recurring subscription. Mm. I don't. I'm happy to pay a hundred percent renewal fee if I know that it's a hundred percent renewal fee. That and again reiterating what mm. we've said a thousand <coughs> times today. The problem comes from just not being told and just pulling the rug from under everybody's um, feet. Yes, yes. Um, there is actually, and again, I suppose, just to be fair on WooCommerce, I noticed the last time I was looking at the free repository extensions for WooCommerce, that's grown no end. And, and actually, a lot of those are actually coming from WooCommerce as well. So they, haven't, they have given a lot more away free as well. Um, I detect. I, mean, I was going to say, I detect as this episode goes on, we've we've started with a really hard line, haven't we? And now we're sort of <laughs> sort of a, yes, sort of slowly but surely thinking about the long game and thinking, actually, yeah, this might start, sound really really bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, though, you know, if this is the price of their extensions. There, um, it's left me with the thought that I can't do what I was thinking about doing, which is bring in. Um, WooCommerce shops to my kind of client, those clients that won't pay much over a thousand pounds, so English money for for that. I don't think now I can trust. WooCommerce. I will continue to send people to Shopify in that range. Ah, there you go. Well, there you go. They've lost one customer. Do you not think that the base free install of WooCommerce is? reasonable for your business or are they wanting all sorts of complex shipping do you think and all of that stuff 
Yeah, well, I guess I still could do it. You're right. That's a good point. I mean, I would still use WooCommerce for the other side. I will allow them to attach if it's got very simple WooCommerce needs. But I just think those people who come to me who actually literally want to buy a, a build a shop, I think if their focus is on e-commerce only, you know, and it's not just an add-on mm. to their existing site, I think they will at some point need to keep extending and buy these extensions so I, I guess it wouldn't change me i could i could still offer the service where i set these things up and they make their own deals with with the uh the plugins that they buy but that almost certainly in the in the client that i deal with they will want to come back to me for advice on that yeah and for me to set it up so yeah for the moment i just think i'm going to stay clear of that yeah mm. i think i think we could have done this subject what do you reckon <laughs> I think so. Did we rant a lot? We did, yeah, we, we did. I think. Do you know what? It was occurring to me about halfway through. I, I don't think we've done a rant. No. I think we've been very um, unranty. So I think we were due a rant. We're on episode thirty-one. We were definitely due a rant. So um, yeah, rant over. Um, yeah, as always, if you manage to get to the end, please go to the wpbuilds.com website and you can subscribe. Uh, at wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. There's a Facebook group. There's a million buttons underneath the player. You can click those and share it far and wide. Um, that would be great. Um, I don't think there's anything else to add apart from we need the cheesy music to come in. Oh, I've, I've, I've just moved into a new house and uh, there's the bin lorry. Do you know what? I moved out of my old house. We always record these on a Thursday and I thought... Finally, I'm going to get away from the bin lorry on podcast day. Nobody's going to... And there it is. There it is. <laughs> totally different part of town. Bin lorry, same day. <laughs> Boy. Okay, so I am Nathan Wrigley at pictureandword.co.uk. And I'm David Wompsey from davidwompsey.com. Cheesy music coming in. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.